Hi, and welcome to my CBT podcast. My name is Dr. Julie Osborne. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I have my doctorate in psychology. I specialize in cognitive behavioral therapy. I've been through many different medias where I've been able to get the word out on cognitive behavioral therapy and what it is. So I thought this was an opportunity that I could do my own podcast and be able to share with you the many wonderful tools and how cognitive behavioral therapy can just change your whole life and also as a resource for you and an opportunity for you to be able to reach out to me with questions that I can answer so you can get the most of your time that we'll spend together. So I'm really looking forward to taking this journey and I'm excited to get started. I thought I'd first tell you a little bit about me and my background and how I ended up becoming a specialist in CBT. So I have my bachelor's and my master's in social work and I have my doctorate in psychology. I was working in a different psychiatric hospitals and then I ended up at an outpatient clinic at the University of California at Irvine. And that's where I met Dr. Dennis Greenberger, where they had a cognitive behavioral therapy group that I had to take over, which I really didn't know anything about cognitive behavioral therapy. So it ended up being a blessing that this was part of my job. And then I would teach the psychiatry residents as well, and they would sit in the group with me. We learned together. So I was really fortunate that I came across this because before that, I realized I didn't really have specific tools to use when I was working with clients. So I love being a therapist. It's all I've ever wanted to do since I was a little kid. I really love being a social worker. I love making connections for people and referring and getting resources so all of us can be the best we can be because I think it's so important uh, for us to be connected to our community and to be able to have that support so we don't feel so alone because I know a lot of people feel that way, especially talking about mental health. They're not comfortable telling others how they're feeling or what they're thinking because they think they'll be judged, so they end up just suffering alone. So coming to learn what the cognitive behavioral therapy is allows you to understand that your thoughts are just your thoughts and that you don't have to be connected to them and they don't define who you are and that we can learn to figure out why you're even thinking the way you are and being able to change that to have more balanced thoughts so that you can feel better and your moods can improve. So going back to UCI, where I learned the cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, there's a workbook that I use that Dr. Greenberger and Dr. Pedeski wrote called Mind Over Mood. So any good cognitive behavioral therapy always has homework. And that's why people get better quicker. Because when you're working on your issues every day, since you're probably suffering from them every day, allows people to start feeling better instead of just waiting to go to your therapist once a week and talk for maybe 50 minutes which obviously is not really a long time to address your issues. So having the homework in between will allow you to learn the tools and to start feeling better quicker, which is really great. So as I said before, I've worked in a lot of psychiatric hospitals. I worked at the university for 10 years, and then I had my uh, my own private practice in Irvine, California, which I really love. I've had the opportunity to do a lot of workshops and talking to different companies about work-home balance and dealing with stress and just all different issues. And now I just do the individual therapy. I've also been on different radio shows and been interviewed for magazines. I was on the Dr. Phil show, which was really fun. We got to work with the client after that for a while to teach her the cognitive therapy tools. And after I finished the radio show, which was last year, I was on for about 10, 12 weeks. And it was all about CBT, short for cognitive behavioral therapy. 
Actually, my daughter said, you know, this is something you could do on your own if you want to keep putting the word out there and just do your own podcast. So I finally got around to it and I'm pretty excited. And my intention for the podcast is to teach you what cognitive behavioral therapy is, but for you to be able to leave with a tool or more after each podcast that you listen to. It's okay to, you know, and it's good to understand obviously what CBT is, but I want you to feel like next time I'm feeling anxious or next time I'm feeling panicky or any feeling that I'm having, I'll know what to do. And that's always my intention with my clients that come into the office that when they leave my office, I want them to know that they have some tools that they can use when they're out there in the world dealing with whatever it is that they're struggling with. And that's the great thing about CBT is because it can really help you feel more empowered when you know what to do. It's always good to obviously have support and sometimes to just talk and be heard is really important also, but to really know what to do to make changes is what I find is most helpful. And I want to just share a personal story regarding why I'm so glad I have CBT tools (laughs) is I remember being in therapy with a client and she started having a panic attack. And I remembered realizing right then and there, I really don't know how to help her. You know, I can be there for her and help her try to relax and do some deep breathing. But to really get rid of panic attacks, you need tools and to understand what's going on. And I really didn't know how to help her. And at that moment, I thought, you know, I need to do something different. And it was about the same time that luckily I learned the CBT. And now I feel much more confident as a therapist that whoever comes to my office, whatever they're dealing with, I can help. I hate to generalize CBT like that, although as you learn with me, you'll see that our thoughts really affect everything that we feel and that we do, and that when we can start addressing our thoughts and figuring out what they are and changing them, that's when we start to change how we feel, because most of us in the world react off how we feel, and that's kind of how we're taught through life, through the media. You know, if you're not feeling good, do something to feel better. You know, uh, drink my beer, drive my car, wear my clothes. That's what the media tells us if you're not feeling good. If you really share how you feel sometimes with someone, they may say, oh, don't feel that way. Your life's great. What do you have to worry about? Because people are really uncomfortable when people are not feeling happy. So we don't really get too far with that. And we just go from mood to behaviors. So, for example, you know, I feel anxious, so my behavior would be to avoid. Or I feel anxious, so I'm just going to go sleep and not have to deal with my uncomfortable feelings, or I feel depressed, so I'm just going to withdraw, I'm going to kind of isolate, I'm not going to go out and hang out with my friends when I have invitations. Um, that's where a lot of addiction starts, you know, I feel uncomfortable, so I have a beer, and that kind of felt good. Next time I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to go have another beer, or I'm going to go shopping, or whatever it is that you do to make yourself feel better. So people go from mood to behavior, and why they keep repeating that is because Usually, whatever the behavior, even if it's negative, works. And so I'm going to go back and do it again, but it's just cyclical. And I think that's why most people out in the world don't really get better, but they just kind of manage. So with the cognitive behavioral therapy, we're going to figure out why am I feeling this way? It's because of the way I'm thinking. You just don't have a mood for no reason. And if you could just change your moods, you would, right? Be like, yeah, I'm done being depressed. I'm done being anxious. <laughs> You know, I'm done being, you know, insecure, overwhelmed, whatever it is that you're feeling. If we could all just get rid of it, obviously we would, but we can't. It's not that easy. And we're always going to have negative moods. It's not about eliminating that, but it's when it does happen to me, what do I do about it? So overall, I've been in the field uh, 
since 1985, and I've been specializing in cognitive behavioral therapy since 1997. So it's been a long time, and I love it. And like I said, I feel really blessed. I had training with Dr. Dennis Greenberger. I also have had training with Dr. David Burns, uh, Feeling Good Institute. He wrote a really famous book on CBT called Feeling Good, which is another great referral if you want to find another book to read. And I've done training with him, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. And he just has 50 plus more tools than what I originally learned. So that's been really helpful to use as well. So I'm hoping that you will reach out to me. I will give you my information at the end of the podcast, how you can call me, email me, go to my website. I would love for you to send me questions or ideas for the podcast because, again, my intention is to help you, and I want to be able to make sure that I'm addressing the things that will be most helpful to you. And we're going to also talk about um, you know, communicating. We're going to talk about forgiveness. We're going to talk about acceptance. We'll talk about relaxation methods um, to help you relax if you're feeling anxious. And anything you want to ask, I'm open. <laughs> Again, I want to make this fun and enjoyable and again, make you feel like at the end of the show, it's like, oh, I know I know what to do next time I feel too anxious to go to a party or I'm too anxious to make me make me make a phone call to somebody and address a conflict I'm having or go talk to my boss about something I'm not happy with. So whatever is distressing you, I want to hear about it. And any feedback on what you think is helpful with the podcast or what I could add you know, I'm really wanting to be there for you. So with that, I want to just give you a little taste of what the cognitive behavioral therapy is today. And then in shows following, we'll be talking about depression, anxiety, OCD, um, and some of the other things I've mentioned already. So the word cognitive just means your thought process. And then behavioral, obviously your behavior is therapy. So the theory behind it is that the way that you think creates your moods, which affects your behaviors and your physical reactions. And those four elements are connected. If you think of a mobile, you can't have one part of it moving without the other. And it all happens in about three seconds, <laughs> really fast. And we all have 80 to 90,000 thoughts per day that are going through our heads, which is just unbelievable, right? When you think about it, 80 to 90 thoughts. So if we're lucky, maybe we know about 100 of them. And that's why it's hard to really know what you're thinking. And again, most of us were never taught to figure out what are we thinking. We're just like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Don't feel that way. Feel better. Do this, right? <laughs> so we want to understand my brain is going all day long. It never shuts down. And I'm just reacting off of whatever I'm thinking, even if I don't even know what I'm thinking. So again, we have your thoughts, your moods, your behaviors, your physical reactions. And then last but definitely not least is your environment. So you want to look at your environment that you're in. So that's like home, work, school, relationships, that sometimes our environment can be great. And sometimes it might be the problem. Sometimes we need to leave environments. If you're in a hostile work environment, if you're in a relationship where there's domestic violence or serious drug addiction that no one's willing to get help. That might be a relationship you need to leave, or there's relationships that we're in or environments that we're in that we just need to set really strong boundaries and be able to communicate that. 
and to be able to hold those boundaries within that relationship or that situation. So those are the five parts of the CBT. Thoughts, moods, behaviors, physical reactions, and environments. So I'm going to go over each one of those a little more individually as well. So again, your thoughts are your thoughts. Thousands a day. Some of them might seem silly. Some might seem stupid. Some might, you know, you might be embarrassed or think, why was I even thinking that at the time? But we still want to address whatever thoughts you have because at the time they're affecting how you felt. Next thing's your moods. Moods and feelings is the same thing. I use both words just depending on the context. So same thing, you know, happy, mad, sad, glad, overwhelmed, insecure, pissed off, scared, panicky, depressed, anything like that. There's hundreds of moods out there. So those are just a couple examples. Behaviors, as I mentioned before, any kind of addictions, anything excessive with drinking or drugs, if shopping, gambling, there's lots of different, you know, addictions. The phone addiction, you know, just being on your phone all day long. Other behaviors is, again, avoidance is number one for anxiety. It might be withdrawing, isolating. You may, you know, have uh, raging is a behavior. Lying to others is a behavior. So there's lots of different behaviors, and we want to figure out what that is for you. And then physical reactions can be any, you know, physically like headaches, upset stomach, muscle tension, increased heart rate, shortness of breath, difficulty concentrating, crying, any kind of physical reactions. A lot of physical reactions come with anxiety, but we definitely have some with depression. You can have fatigue. Even if you're sleeping eight hours, you might still feel tired all day long. Some brain fog, you don't want it's hard to think clearly. So there's an array of physical reactions. And then again, your environment. So I really want you to be able to personalize this to yourself. You know, what are your thoughts? What are your moods? What are your behaviors? What are your physical reactions? So you can start to understand yourself better and understand how you work. And I will be teaching you along the way how do I even figure out what I am thinking? Because that's a skill in itself. Again, most times when I ask people, you know, when you were upset and this happened, what were you thinking? And most people just say, I don't know. I just know I felt horrible. I felt overwhelmed or I just couldn't cope. But most people say, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. But there's certain tools that I'm going to teach you to help you figure out what, what was I thinking? And what are those underlying thoughts that I'm not even aware of that's really fueling my negative moods? And then I can start addressing those. So cognitive behavioral therapy is different than positive thinking, right? Positive thinking is like, oh, it'll all be better. Don't worry about it. But positive thinking doesn't work because, again, if it did, you wouldn't need any therapists out there. I'd be out of work, <laughs> right? Because, if you know, if, if I can say to myself, like, oh, it'll be okay, then after, you know, you leave my office in five minutes, you're going to be like, based on what? It's going to be okay. Positive thinking is like for the last leg of the marathon when you need to get to the end and you're like, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. That's positive thinking. That doesn't work in the long run. Cognitive behavioral therapy is not positive thinking. It's figuring out what am I thinking about and learning how to balance your thoughts. Because there may be some truth in the negative thoughts that you have, but there's probably also some parts that aren't true. And that's where, again, we want to start balancing it out. So when you first learn this, you're going to have to write things down and, you know, possibly maybe work through the workbook that I mentioned earlier. I use as Mind Over Mood. There's other ones out there, but that's the one I, I use. And you want to, you know, doing the homework and writing things down. But the long-term goal, which isn't that long, because I'll talk about that in a minute, is that it's just going to be automatic. Like my brain just works this way. So I have my negative moods, but I'm in my thoughts a lot quicker. And I'm able to identify them and see if 
they're true, if they're not, if, you know, a little bit on both sides and what I can do to change those to help my mood and make a decision on how I'm going to handle the particular situation I'm going through. So that's the difference between positive thinking, cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's why people really start changing how they feel because they believe their thoughts more that, you know what, this is true, but that's also true. So again, we're going to do this, you know, writing things down, but eventually it will just be automatic for you. And that's the beauty of it. And when you get really good, I always tell everybody that when you master this, you will be using this in relationships that you're in. You'll figure out a different way of talking and communicating with friends and family, your kids, your spouse, partners, whoever's in your life. You will just understand to figure out what other people are thinking instead of just asking how they're feeling and reacting off of that as well. So this is where I'm going. This is a journey we can take. As I said, it doesn't take a long time. I always tell my clients when they ask how long, how many sessions, I always say, you know, it really depends on how much you're going to put into it. But there's been a lot of research on CBT. CBT is the most researched therapy out there. And years and years ago, they did research and every time they've replicated, they've had the same outcome. And they had a group of approximately 20 people who had depression. Nobody was on medicine. And they all had a PET scan. And that's that test you see when you see your brain and it's yellow, blue, and red colors, which shows the activity going on in your brain. And then half of that group got CBT for 10 weeks, which is not a long time. And the other group didn't get any treatment. And then after 10 weeks, they came together again and they all had a new PET scan. And the people that had CBT for 10 weeks only, they actually saw a change in the brain chemistry, which was just really phenomenal when it comes to psychology because it's really subjective. I can teach you lots of tools and we can, you know, talk and support, but I have no control over what you're going to do or if you're going to use any of these tools versus you go to a hospital, the ER, your arm's cut open, doctor sews you up and your arm's going to heal regardless of how you think and feel. And so when they were able to do this research and see that, wow, when people actually change their thinking, their brain chemistry changes, very concrete. And also it has shown too, for people with mild or moderate symptoms of say depression, anxiety, which is huge categories, that it works just as well as medication. And we kind of joke around say with no side effects. <laughs> so I'm not saying not to take medication. That's not my area. You know, there's, there's always a place for medicine for a lot of people, but doing this with your medication and even if you're not in medicine, can be super helpful. So it's just some research I wanted to share with you just to show you that it really works and there's research to back it up. And part of cognitive therapy is always measuring how you're doing as well. And that's the helpfulness that you can get from having the workbooks is that there's different scales that you can use regularly to really see your progress. Because we want to make sure like this is helping now waiting to the end of your therapy, whatever that might look like and say, oh, did this help or not? Like I'm always, I check in every session with my clients to see where they're at and how they're doing. So we really want you to feel better as quick as possible. And, and I've been experiencing along the years that, that you guys are getting more educated about therapy and you're not just going to anybody. I have so many people that come and say, you know, I do specialize in CBT. And I'm so happy I can say yes, because a lot of my clients have gone to a therapist that say, oh yeah, I do CBT, but it's, you know, with lots of other types of therapy and it's not a specialty and that's what a lot of people are looking for. So they'll end up coming to me saying, you know, this is what I want to learn. I've read about it. You know, I know it can work. I'm really exhausted. I want to get better. What is it that I need to do? So 
the community is getting more educated on therapy, which is great. And that's really important that, you know, you're going and getting the kind of treatment that you want. And as you can see, is really going to make a difference. Again, the more that you put into it. So I just want to leave you with my mantra and how to reach out to me. So my mantra that I use every day, multiple times, <laughs> is that I make decisions based on what's best for me, not how I feel. So that's your first tool you can take for today, is that a lot of times when we're not you know, feeling too happy, we tend to say, do I feel like it? Do I feel like it? You know, do I feel like going to the gym? Do I feel like going out with my friends? Do I feel like eating a little healthier? Whatever it might be. And most of those things we're going to say no to, especially when we're not feeling good. We don't feel like doing anything, especially when we're depressed. It just takes our motivation away. So the more you don't do things, actually, the more depressed you're going to get. And I've had a lot of clients say, you know, it's the one thing that got them going is by just saying, okay, what's best for me? And I don't ever tell anybody what's best for them because I really believe in heart, in our hearts that we all know what's best for us. And that sometimes maybe it is best to lay down and take a nap or stay home. I'm not saying to always go out and do, but to ask yourself, what would be best for me instead of saying, do I feel like doing it? So that's just a start right there. Ways to contact me. So my website is mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. Once again, that's mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. That's my website. So on there, you'll find some videos, more about my background, some interviews. My Dr. Phil shows on there. There's at least 20 newsletters on all different topics, different life situations you can read about and get some tips there. There's some helpful hints on how to get started. So there's a lot of information. And um, I'm going to give you my email, but all of that is on there as well. So if you want to reach out to me for this podcast, my email is mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it's mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. My office number is 949-224-3136. 949-224-3136. So that's a voicemail, but I'm really good at getting back uh, to you pretty quickly if you leave a message. You can also find me on Facebook under Dr. Julie Osborne. I have a page on there as well. So I'm very available, obviously, and I want to really hear from you. I'm, I'm really looking forward to starting to get some emails or phone calls or however you're going to reach out to me and hear how I can be best for you. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I'm hoping that this will be one that you'll take your time to listen to and feel like you're really getting the most out of your time and starting to feel better because that's our goal is we want to make you feel better by changing the way you think. So thanks again for your time. Again, my name is Dr. Julie Osborne. You can reach me at drjuliespodcast at gmail.com. My website's My Cotton Behavioral Therapy. And your first tool for today is to start making decisions based on what's best for you, not how you feel. Have a great day and we'll talk soon.